Hey guys, welcome back to the Balance Bond Podcast, Soul on Fire. This is our first ever bonus episode. I'm so excited to bring this to you because I basically freaked out when I discovered this product that gets your body into ketosis with just drinking it within 90 minutes of drinking it. You don't have to be eating a ketogenic diet. This is totally cutting edge science. It's amazing stuff. So I decided to have on two experts about this product because I've been talking about this product a lot on Instagram and on my blog. And you guys had just as many questions as I did. I have had the ultimate amount of questions that I've been asking to Kelly and Wes, who I have here with me today. So I figured... It would be so much better to interview them on the podcast so that all of our questions can be answered at the same time and make it really easy for you guys to discover this product that we are totally obsessed with. Um, just so you know, this is not sponsored. This is just something that I desperately wanted to share with you guys because I consider myself a wellness human guinea pig and I've been feeling great with this. And you can purchase this product in the show notes. We'll make it really, really easy for you to to get to the product link. You can also always contact me or send me a message through the blog or contact Christina, my assistant. If you want more information from me, you know it's always available. I'm ridiculously excited about this episode, so let's just dive right into it. Okay, guys, so I'm sitting here with Wes Okerson and Kelly Levesque. You guys know Kelly from episode four, and also because I spend all my time with her, she's awesome, and Wes is awesome too. We're going to be talking about Keto OS today. This is a very special bonus episode because I've been really, really, really into this keto powder ever since Kelly introduced me to it in Santa Barbara a couple weeks ago. My brain went on fire in the best kind of way. I was talking 10,000 miles a minute. I was thinking 10 trillion miles a minute. It was just the best feeling. And you guys know that I get very addicted to wellness products and things that I think are working really well for myself. So of course, I use myself as a guinea pig and then I share with you. And in the process, I try to do as much research and talk to all the experts that I can. So I decided to bring the two best experts that I know onto the show today to talk about everything having to do with ketosis, ketogenic diet, all the health benefits, fitness benefits, basically everything. So I will let these two introduce themselves and then we will dive into answering all the wonderful questions that you guys sent in. Awesome. Thank you, Jordan. Do you want, can I go first? Yeah, <laughs> Okay, cool. Okay, so I'm Wes Okerson. I've been a trainer in Los Angeles now for, God, it's crazy, like 13 years. Been training clients and, and doing being in this business for about 20 years now. Background on me, I have a degree in kinesiology from University of Maryland once upon a time ago. And now I train clients out here. I was just on a show called Strong. It was an NBC reality show where we competed and had a trainee with us. And I was with nine other amazing trainers. And we spent uh, 12 weeks shooting this in Malibu and it aired last spring into the summer. It was a great experience. I learned a lot about myself and got a whole lot more about the nutrition and training world than I like combined in the you know previous 11 years. So I'm excited today to come on and, and actually talk about this new product, Keto OS and, and exogenous ketones. So I won't talk too much. I'll shoot it over to Kelly. <laughs> we'll ask you all the questions in yeah. a second. So, Hey guys, Kelly Levesque, I'm back. You know me already. If you don't, go listen to episode four. <laughs> yeah, you can learn everything there is to know about Kelly. And I did introduce Jordan to Keto OS. Um, I've used exogenous ketones for 
probably like a year and a half, almost two years now, not exclusively keto OS, uh, used a number of other products as well. It's something that I use with clients who have tight deadlines for movie roles or for, you know, maybe they're having some insulin resistance stuff going on. Um, It isn't something that I use exclusively with every client. It's really case by case basis, but there is definitely like a lot of cool studies out there on ketosis. So I just share that stuff with you today. Yeah. Well, I'm so stoked to have these two here. I like, of course, plan this bonus episode to come out this week because I'm so excited to share everything about Keto OS with you guys and also learn more about it myself and the process because I have had 10 trillion questions for both of them in the last couple weeks. So I get to, to ask them here and record the answers, which is the best thing to do in my position. So let's just start with what is Keto OS and how does it work? Okay. So Keto OS is what's called an exogenous ketone. Um, And basically what that means in layman's terms is you have something, what happens exogenously means outside the body. It means it's taken in a form, not through dietary reasons, which would be endogenously. Endogenous just means it comes from food and it's created within the body. So the exogenous ketone market was created in the past, I would say, what, about a year and a half? Maybe two years it's been out. Yeah, there there are small companies that have had that been making keto salts. Um, nothing to this extent. Nothing that tastes this good or is easy to take. The other stuff is like motor oil, but it's been out there with small companies. I think Keto OS is the first company to really make it go mainstream and bring the deep research of people like Dominic Diagostino to the public. Yeah. So I guess back to the question, exogenous ketones is just something that's formed outside the body and you take it as a, as already a formed substance. Yeah. Your, your body naturally produces ketone bodies um, when you're in nutritional ketosis and when you're in ketoacidosis, ketoacidosis and nutritional ketosis are two totally different things. And I think we need to get that straight right away. Ketoacidosis is basically when someone is diabetic and they have high glucose and they have high ketones, which is not a good state to be in. But when you're in nutritional ketosis, it's the absence of glucose and the presence of ketones. And ketones are a fuel that your body can feed off of, like glucose. There's a specific ketone called beta-hydroxybutyrate, which is the product that is the, the substance inside of keto OS. So if you were to eat a bunch of fat and not eat a bunch of car and, you know, restrict carbohydrates, your liver would produce ketones, three specific ketones, and beta-hydroxybutyrate is one of them. And beta-hydroxybutyrate becomes a substance that can be used in the Krebs cycle to produce energy. So your body can feed off of it. So it's just uh, a different form of fuel that your body can feed off of other than glucose. So now instead of asking your body to create ketones endogenously, good work, Mm -hmm. um, by eating a whole bunch of fat and not having a lot of carbohydrates, now we can use exogenous beta-hydroxybutyrate to kick your body into nutritional ketosis, you know, for the benefits of that. Just to go into how hard it is to get into ketosis through dietary restrictions. Now, it's been around for decades. I mean, literally since, I mean, I remember back in the, in the 90s, people trying to do ketosis and you have to eat um, no more than 25 net carbs a day. That's pretty much the round number that, that people follow. And that's very, very hard. And I know a lot of people that I've run into in the training world that didn't know anything about exogenous ketones. And it's kind of funny because that's 
kind of how I first found out was through um, a mutual friend of ours, Mike Alexander, and he was doing ketosis. And it's like a whole different world when you do exogenous ketones with it. It just it's almost impossible to do it on its own. You have to be so strict. Um, most people don't have and won't do the due diligence to stay eating exactly the fat you need to eat all day with the low carbs, and you have to continuously fat before you go to bed. So it's a whole process. This really, when when, it, when the exogenous ketone market came out, it's changing the game of what really ketosis was to the public. It's not just this weird diet that only a few people can do and master and have the time to do. It's now something the masses can start to get involved with and start understanding the benefits of why ketones are a better fuel source for the body. And I think that that's like the bigger discussion in the end is that ketones are just better for you than your body burning glycogen as energy. Yeah, that's really, really helpful to hear because I know a lot of people have the question, do you have to eat a completely carb-free diet in order to take this product and to reap the benefits of this product? And I'll let you guys answer that question, but just because at least my brand and my philosophy is so much about listening to your body. And if you want to have some carbs, have some carbs, do it in a healthy way, especially if you're active, like please have some carbs. Don't, don't injure yourself and don't get to a point where you're starving and your muscles are hurting. And that, I mean, I've obviously been there in the past. It's not fun. I like to listen to my body, love to have a sweet potato at night, had some squash and quinoa in my salad last night. It was delicious. So what are the other benefits that we can get from this product that are not just being in ketosis? Because it's not necessarily my goal to be in ketosis 100% of the time. Yeah, no, I think this product is really amazing because it offers the ability to get into ketosis within 90 minutes. And like Wes was alluding to, when you talk about getting into ketosis, if you're if you don't have keto OS, you're talking about 24 to 72 hours without any glucose to kick your body in into ketosis. And ketosis really is a state, nutritional ketosis. It's the reason why people can fast with just water for months at a time because your body starts burning fat and kicking that fat into, you know, burning fat, metabolizing it in the liver, producing ketone bodies, using beta-hydroxybutyrate to throw that into the Krebs cycle and produce energy. So it really is a hard state to get into, but having ketones in the blood and in the brain can be super beneficial. So the cool part about keto OS is you might be able to have keto OS in the morning, maybe do a bulletproof coffee or a high fat smoothie, maybe some eggs, then all of a sudden go into lunch, have like salmon and veggies and have a nutritional like ketosis state for the morning into the evening. And if you're like, Hey, I want a quinoa grain bowl tonight. Cool. You know, the, the cool part about it is it gets you in and you can start to reap some of those benefits, even if just for a few hours. And I think, you know, on top of the fact, like you could just be taking this as a supplement and having, you know, carbohydrates like sweet potatoes or whatever, you, you wouldn't want to be on a, on a high carbohydrate diet with this. You really want to have like a moderate balanced diet with this. But I mean, you could be in a full fab four be well diet and, and, uh, or lifestyle and be balanced and be getting the benefits of this because they're showing that like ketones in the blood and the brain, significant amounts. I mean, ketosis is used to manage epilepsy with children. Children put in ketogenic state have, you know, they're getting better results than medicines available for them. They have less seizures. Um, Navy SEALs that used to dive and come up would have a number of seizures a day after these long dives. And when you 
put these guys into nutritional ketosis, which is something that Dominic D'Agostino does. They don't have seizures. We talk about ketosis as a form of like cancer suppressors. So tumors that are fed off glucose, sugar derived, sugar growing tumors, putting someone into a ketogenic state, you see wonderful effects and, um, and you know, anti-cancer, anti-tumor growth um, type of a diet. When it comes to anxiety, just having light ketones pass, you know, in the blood, in a couple of rat models, this hasn't come out in humans yet, but I mean, personally, I do feel like I can manage even, you know, eating a regular diet and having one of the caffeine free packets. I do feel like I'm focused and able to have that good source of constant fuel for the brain to focus. And I do find that like any form of anxiety kind of depletes itself a little bit. So personal experience, I mean, that's out there. I think the drawbacks come back to you know, when people really try to get into ketosis, if it's, if they're trying to be in ketosis for a really long time, they start counting the carbs and, and then they're counting the carbs of vegetables. And I see people start to pull out beets and carrots and tomatoes. And you're talking about like lycopene, blood building products. And that's where I think ketosis, if you're going to do it seriously and get into ketosis and use the packet and be in ketosis, I think it's a great therapeutic thing for a couple of weeks. But then I think it's really important to have like the colorful vegetables and the things that build the mucus in your body, because, you know, when you're in a really strong state of ketosis and you're cutting out all the beautiful foods and the fiber, you're not going to really see that the microbiome proliferate or that healthy bacteria. And you might not be getting like those phytonutrients and chemicals because you're too worried about being ketosis or keto S comes in. You can have those beets, you can have those carrots, you know, you can really still have those colorful vegetables that give you those anti-cancer properties, help you proliferate that gut microbiome and prevent disease and get the benefits of ketones in the brain. So my rant. question then, no, and, I love, and rant. I love that. I'm like <laughs> listening. I'm like completely just hanging on your every word. My question then, if you're going to be having those, um, colorful carb rich vegetables, all those things. Like I eat tons of carrots, sweet potatoes, beets, everything that you just mentioned. If I'm having my keto OS in the morning, is it best to have those vegetables at night or like any type of carb so that my body can reap the benefits of this keto state for most of the day? Or what would you say? Does it really matter? It just depends on your strategy. I mean, there are people who do uh, bulletproof coffee. That whole bulletproof diet is basically being ketogenic until, well, maybe like the whole day. Which is why I'm obsessed. And I've been, you know, obsessed with Bulletproof Coffee for years. And I didn't know that I was obsessed with this like ketogenic feeling in my body, which is why taking these packets now just like brings it to the next level. And my body feels really, really, really good on this type of thing. Yeah. You can do that type of a diet where you're not having any carbohydrates and you're kind of getting into ketosis early in the morning and you're, you're doing a workout through it. And you're, you, because being in ketosis or being in a fasted state early in the morning, like before you'd go do yoga, OTF or a spin class or something like that, you can have a huge surge of human growth hormone more than if you would have gone in having eaten something before mm-hmm. a workout. So it's really a lot easier to do that in the morning than go into a fasted workout later in the day. That's the benefits you see from intermittent fasting. Like all the intermittent fasting data really has to do with the fact that like these people are fasting, they're getting up, they're working out super hard. They're getting these surge of human growth hormones. They're getting crazy lean gains, you know, that kind of a thing. But I think it's really like up to the person. Like I've woken up and been like, Oh, I feel like 
coconut yogurt, blueberries, uh, flags, chia, almonds. And I'm not counting those carbohydrates. And it's really important not to become obsessed with like trying to be at 25 grams of carbohydrates. You're still going to reap the brain benefits and um, the body benefits of supplementation with this. Even if I'm having that type of a breakfast, I think it really is got to still listen to your body and decide like what's good for you. What's not having a really good relationship with it is like flowing in and out. Like if you have a weekend, I don't know about you, Wes, I mean, like what's your, what's your strategy with it? Uh, Okay. First of all, uh, to all my clients, hopefully you're going to go back and rewind that, listen to it four times, because (laughs) that's the thing in terms of how to take this product. When I say take it in the morning, first thing when you get up and try to do your workout within that first hour, because that fasted state of doing cardio and training is where you're going to get the most benefit from being in your ketosis or, or being in that ketogenic state. Please do that. My gosh. I like butt heads. So many people on this, Jeffrey. Um, so <laughs> I'm sitting here like, Oh no, I like to work out at night, but no, I think it's still completely okay. But you, you know, you, in my role, a lot of my clients work out early in the morning or, uh, before one o'clock. And I just think if they can, they can jumpstart their workouts by using this. And it's a huge, like jumping off point or platform to kind of have a good workout and put yourself at more of an advantage to burning fat at a higher level through the first part of your day. And like Kelly was saying, if you get the whole idea of becoming obsessed with having too many carbs and look, unless you're someone who has to get on stage and, and you're like a, a bodybuilder or you're living in that world, I mean, you have your own strict set of rules, but pretty much everyone else doesn't need to count their carbs at that level. I mean, it's just ridiculous and it's crazy because you become maniacal about, you know, what you're eating, what you're not eating. And people are looking at every label of everything and they're looking, oh my God, the peas have so much carrots and <laughs> carrots. This is crazy. I'm like, oh my God, it's too much. It's, it's like way over the top and you should never be that obsessive about it because uh, like I said, unless you're getting paid a lot of money to look a certain way, 340 days a year, then throw it out the window and, and take that stress out of your life. Yes. Oh my God. This is the best advice anybody could ever hear. Listen to your body guys. And there's a way to be healthy and achieve your goals with fitness and wellness and health without being extreme, without falling into obsessive patterns. Sometimes you have to check yourself. I mean, some, some of us are just prone to obsessive patterns. So you have to be extra careful, but that's why I think it's really cool to find products that make you feel really good, that are, that are good for you. That is stuff that your body produces anyway, that makes you feel like you're on fire and you're achieving your goals without having to stress about calories and counting grams of anything like that is miserable. Just like have fun with food. I think enjoying what you eat is half of being healthy, don't you think? Yeah, 100%. I mean, the whole, I think the whole idea of what this product is and, and the conversation is, is why ketone bodies are better for you in general than the body uptaking glycogen, which is simple sugars and carbohydrates. And right now, the, the, the meter in most people's body, the way it's made up, is they're burning mostly glycogen per day at rest and you're storing your fat. What this whole thing we're trying to do is get people to tap into their fat to use as energy. And that's a very real thing. I think when people first heard about this, they're going, first of all, that's impossible. This isn't like some sort of like ridiculous fit tea or, or fit fat coffee or some BS like that. Don't get me started. All my head will spin off and pop. Um, <laughs> this is like a very real thing. There's 
extraordinary research coming out. Kelly will dive into that a little more in a second because she's like, she's really good at makes it very eloquent. She's a scientific encyclopedia. But there, this is real stuff. I mean, there's, there's medical studies going on um, about why ketones are helping everyone from, everyone from issues of, of children in epilepsy to things of brain trauma, you know, outside of just burning fat as energy and feeling good all day, which is what most people probably are going to use this for, but there's a whole other side to it. And so there's all these benefits kind of like falling down, all building up together into this one big thing. And, and I think it, it puts people in position to make better food choices. And I think that's the big thing is that it can kind of jumpstart you into a lifestyle of eating, not a diet. And I think that's the main thing is we always keep falling into these ideas of, I want to do the blah, blah, blah diet, the whatever, the blood type diet, the personality type diet, this type diet. Like, listen, here's the real, here's the reality. You're not going to eat like that the rest of your life. Okay. Tell you, go look in the mirror. And if you tell yourself you're going to eat a certain way the rest of your life, you're lying to yourself. This is a way to still enjoy foods in your life, but make better food choices when you're, you know, in between those times when you're quote cheating or whatever. And I think that, you know, Kelly will jump in and she's like great at explaining like how people can eat and look great through food and not, it's not about like eating an exact certain way. It's just making better food choices and getting certain types of foods into your diet. For sure. Well, before you dive into that, I'll just add on to that comment. I think the reason why I love this product so much and why I love Bulletproof Coffee and the Bulletproof Lifestyle and all this ketone stuff now is because it helps me make better choices all around. Like I always kind of need that kind of thing. I mean, I love feeling good and I don't really eat anything that would be categorized as unhealthy anyway, just because of my preferences. But I love a good kickstart into just wanting to eat all the vegetables and have like everything that's going to feel good to me. And with all my stomach problems and my history of lots of up and down type of stuff with health to be able to wake up and feel kickstarted to just make the healthiest choices is the best. Like my stomach problems are at bay. My brain's alert. I have energy. I'm in a good mood. The anxiety is not really there. In most cases, I have slept well, not last night, but you know, nothing's perfect. Then it, you just set yourself up to make better choices. And everything I can do to set myself up to make healthier choices makes me so much happier and healthier, have better results internally, most importantly, and on the outside too. No, I think that's, I think it's a great point. I think really what it comes down to is if you lived a, a pretty diligent, like low carb, high fat, semi ketogenic lifestyle, or you were doing a bulletproof or you were really diligent about adding fat to your meals, which I like preach, um, what you're doing is you're elongating that blood sugar curve. You're not, you're not really relying on glucose. You're not letting your blood sugar. Cause the thing is, is like, like we were talking about before we even got on the podcast, most people are grabbing a croissant and a black coffee and they're like, whatever, I'm good till lunch. And the problem becomes your blood sugar spikes and it crashes. And as it crashes and you go to like, uh, you know, low blood sugar, but you're still full of insulin, you're hangry, you're cranky. You really are, in, your body is in overdrive to, to reach for those things that are going to bring your blood sugar back up. And then all of a sudden you're becoming this carbivore and your emotions are following the up and down of your blood sugar. And you're really not using the energy you have in your body 
It's like when you look at marathon runners, I remember when we were training for the Nutribullet Marathon. I didn't run, Jordan did. You can hear about that <laughs> on the other podcast. Uh, <laughs> you almost did. <laughs> but the thing was, is they were all about the gels, right? They're like, oh, well, you need the glucose and then it uptakes into your blood and all of this stuff. And the problem becomes you're doping that glucose. You're reliant on exogenous glucose to keep your body going. People hit the wall and 20 miles or 21 miles because they've used up all their stored glycogen and all their muscles and their body is shutting down and their brain is feeling like they have no fuel because they can't dip into fat stores because they are full of insulin. Insulin prevents you from burning fat. So it's something that when you go a little more high fat, when you go high fiber, a slow release of glucose, when you go moderate protein, the fatty, really good proteins like the salmons and the bisons and, um, you know, shrimp, oysters, like get all those micro minerals or the minerals from uh, all that stuff. Really what you're doing is you're just giving your body fuel that it can use for a longer period of time. You're not falling off the edge, getting to lunch, being starving and saying like, oh my God, I have to, like I get the salad, I'll try to be good. And you know, the bread comes in the bag and you're like, don't eat it, don't eat it. But you feel like you have to eat it because you're in low blood sugar. And it's like, if you have ketones and your body has a different form of fuel, whether that's because you're having a bulletproof coffee or having a bunch of eggs, you're throwing a keto OS in a water bottle, like you have another form of fuel. So that insulin that makes you hangry and makes you want to grab for really bad food, you know, you're not really, you don't really have that present. On top of that, you are able to dip into your own fat stores for fuel and ketones when they're produced and you get that beta hydroxybutyrate. It's a constant, think of it like your body, like a Prius. Glucose is gas and ketones is battery. So when you have glucose, you're like a 16 year old on the gas pedal. You go, you crash, you slam on the brakes, you go, you slam on the brakes, you go, you slam on the brakes. What we want you to do is get good. If you're going to have glucose fuel, get good at having lots of fiber so that you're like a 40 year old on the gas pedal. You're just, you're cruising a little bit better. Battery operation is like, it takes over and you're just, you're using the fuel at exactly the same rate. And you have a constant flow of energy to the brain, which is probably why you feel so like you can concentrate so much because you're getting that fuel. And when your body needs more, it's burning more and creating more. So it's just, I mean, I think it's just like a great form of fuel in general and rant too. Great. <laughs> um, the funny thing is I, people ask me all the time, like, well, if I'm eating all this fat, I'm not going to be able to perform in my workouts. And I'll tell you right now. So when we were on strong back in last year and it aired this past April to June, so each of the trainers had a trainee and they, they all came in with uh, relatively very, I would say high body fat, anywhere from 25 up to 35, 36%. No, probably more, probably 13, 30 and 40%. And each week we had to compete three times in, in very grueling challenges. These weren't, these were tough, tough challenges. They were uh, a lot of strength. Uh, there were a lot of cardiovascular and it was like, kind of like, all out balls to the wall for like anywhere from like five to 10 minutes of just, just go, go, go events. This was in between training every day with us. And a lot of times we had cameras on us. So we were, you know, we had to, we were, we were like actually training. It wasn't some sort of like weird timeline where we didn't train for a week and we got to hang out. It was every day. And, and so my whole point is a lot of the trainers on the show, they were, we were feeding the girls a lot more fat than traditionally what you would think, especially with like weight loss shows and things like that. And I think that the paradigm is shifting now in, in, in our culture and, and it's happening slowly, but 
people are understanding that fat is not a bad thing. You know, the analogy is that fat burns at a lower flame, which means you have more of it. Glucose burns very quickly. And then you have, like I said, these, these blood sugar crashes. And so people can perform not only in their work, but in their workouts. And the girls perform unbelievably. And if you go look at them now, they're all still killing it in their workouts. Some of them are becoming like fit models. And I mean, from where they've come, and it's only been a little over a year and a half, and they really understood how to eat because we were with them every day cooking, literally. And so it really like pushed into their mind, like what the kinds of foods that we ate. Um, and they're like, oh, okay, if you guys are going to eat this much fat, then and you perform like this. And a lot of the guys were like, sub 6% body fat, they were like, okay, now I'm going to do that. And then the whole idea of like, if I eat too much fat, I'm going to get fat. And no, no, it's, it's not true at all. Yeah. That's really, really, really good to hear with the high fat diets. And I remember all of the, um, the, those packets that we would take when we were running the marathon, the gel packets that was just literally sugar. It tasted like vanilla frosting. And I was like high off of this stuff. I was popping one every hour, which is what you're supposed to do every 45 minutes to an hour when you're running long distance. But I remember I would get, well, I would feel like I was on this really crazy energy high the whole time, tons of energy. I would finish the race and I wouldn't even be able to stand up. And I wasn't running that fast. I mean, it's not like I was pushing my body to the absolute limits, but I would finish a race after having all of this sugar. And I would have to like go to my car and be like, I'm going to go home now because I can't go through the rest of my day. And I hated knowing that I was putting my body through this like fluctuation. And also you'd think when you're training for a marathon, maybe your body would slim down. You'd be in the greatest shape. I was bloated. I look at pictures of myself and I look at myself now. And now, I mean, I'm like, I feel good. I'm glowy. I feel light. Great. During the marathon, I was just like very bloated with, I don't know if it was like water weight, sugar weight. I wasn't eating that much sugar or if my whole, my cortisol levels were literally off the charts. So for some of us, like high intensity workouts like that, well, this is a whole different story are not the best thing to do. So we can talk about that in another episode, but I personally, I know that I feel so much better on a high fat, low sugar diet having these supplements that I can go to that are like natural in in a way and awesome. So, um, I don't know, just, I mean, I'm talking to the two people who know a lot about this. You guys are both like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've done four marathons and I did LA twice, New York twice. And I remember back when I did New York with a client back in uh, probably 2007, it was the whole idea even back then was you had to carb load for these things. And look, you, you do have to have carbohydrates, but you don't need to eat mountains and mountains of carbohydrates for this race. If I would have known what I know now, I would have eaten a lot higher fat and I probably would have felt a lot better during the race. Hold on here, Kelly. It's like, no, I'm so it? excited. <laughs> well, the thing, the crazy part is, is like, you just need not to have excess insulin. When you have excess insulin, you can't dip into fat stores from fuel. So if you're looking for something for a marathon or looking for something for long distance running, you should look into the product. You can U C A N. It's a super starch that gives your body a slow release of, of glucose that doesn't, um, create excess insulin in your body so that you constantly have this form of fuel without the excess insulin. So your body can dip into fat stores if needed. And it's just a way cleaner form of fuel. And that goes back to like why I love fiber so much. Right. 
So it's just a different so many So many things that you can do instead of loading up on that sugar and that fast acting stuff. And I remember when we were training and you, Kelly, were talking about ketosis and getting Annie into ketosis because she was going through autoimmune issues and she didn't end up getting to run the race either. But I remember she was like, I think... I'm going to try to get into ketosis. And you gave her all these tips. And I mean, unfortunately, like her health wasn't good at that time. So she wasn't able to finish out the whole training process. But that piqued my fascination even back back then. That was a year ago. I didn't really know that much. But I remember like when you hear things that you know would work well for you, your interest really peaks. And that happened with me. I was like, wait, tell me more about this. I want to have that fat water. Oh, should I have some bulletproof products in my life? And I got kind of kickstarted on all of that, but it took me a long time to undo the hormone issues that were created from everything else that I was doing. Yeah. I mean, you, you start to feel pretty good right off the bat with this. And and that was the one thing because it had such a high impact on a lot of my clients and friends of mine, they would take it and they had instantly more energy in their day. Um, almost, I mean, like 20, 25% more energy they just had because you take it in the morning and you can either you can work out or not work out. That's it just depends on your lifestyle and your schedule, but you're definitely going to get this kind of more long-term leveled out blood sugar feeling. And that that's another, well, probably one of the biggest things is trying to control that, the ups and flows of that. And it's, it's nuts because when you're, like you said, if you do a croissant in the morning and just a black coffee, you're just giving yourself carbs and a whole lot of caffeine. And that crash after that can be brutal at lunch. And that's where people go reach for even more carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, or they go really low fat. So they go salad and like a little bit of chicken. So then they're, they're almost behind on their calories now throughout the day. So it's like this, you're playing this tug of war with your body and your people are constantly not feeling well. Um, and, and I can tell you right now, a lot of people... Are, I think are more prone to getting like a stomach bug or a virus or getting sick, especially when you're not eating just more natural foods with the have like avocados. I mean, tomatoes are great. Um, whole eggs, uh, grass fed beef, wild caught salmon. <laughs> uh, <I'm> Kelly's <laughs> thrilled. <laughs> Kelly's like, um, yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, and that's another thing is like the types of foods. And that was a big question. People like, what can I eat? And those types of foods, um, nuts, um, almond butter. I mean, I do, I make a shake with, I do the almond milk with, it's like 40 calories. It's like unsweetened almond milk. I do a little bit like flaxseed in there. Sometimes, um, I do coconut oil. I do a little bit of protein. Uh, I don't do the keto OS and I do that separately. It just depends on how you want to make it. Sometimes people put in their coffee and it can taste really good, but I kind of separate a different, like a high fat kind of a nutrient drink outside of that. So I feel like I get a whole bunch of great stuff in the morning. And by the way, I'm not feeling like I just had this massive breakfast of like bread, butter and all this stuff. And so what are some of the favorite, your favorite combinations? Cause I feel like I'm just throwing a keto us and water and you're like, you gotta <laughs> put it with the coconut. Oh, and oh yeah. Yeah. I want to like, hear he's these. Like the little keto chef. Oh, I'm not even like there. There are some really cool recipes out there, and I'll have to. Oh, that would be fun to play around with. One of the best ones was we were just doing um, ice brewed coffee, <laughs> and so we did ice brewed coffee from Trader Joe's. Um, a little bit of whipping cream. Um, I mean, just a trace amount, 
uh, like maybe a tablespoon or two. You could use coconut cream if someone is like vegan or vegetarian or doesn't want to do dairy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I was doing the chocolate Tito OS and then just shake it mixes really easily. And that was really good on its own. Sounds the, delicious. Yeah, it's great. And then the orange dream. Okay. We were doing in LaCroix, which is the brand of sparkling water that got really famous. I feel like in the last Oh my like, God, it's so true. I go to Ralph right and it's like pineapple and strawberry mixed with orange. I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. It's like kiwi and this. And okay, this is cool. So I just start trying them all. So I think mix and match with the orange. I mean, they have every, they have like 20 combinations of flavors, but I would try a couple of those and mix it in the orange. Um, and when you mix it, don't shake it too much because you're doing uh, sparkling water. So oh, right, right, you right. lose the carbonation. And I'm like, I hate when things like lose their carbonation. Just do like a, a slow tilt. A slow, I like when things so lose their good, carbonation. Because yeah, it flattens out. You lose like, it gets like the extra taste. So that's really good. And then they have the Maui punch, which is basically fruit punch, just mixed with ice and water in it. And I know, I know, let me ask you this. Kids can absolutely do, we're talking like 12, 13, 14 years old can take the, the product. Just make sure it's caffeine free. Um, but the Maui punch, a lot of kids like to taste Oh like my God. Punch. It tastes so good. Kelly gave me the fruit punch one. That was the first one that I tried. And my first words about it were, I hate fruit punch. Like I really, really, really hate fruity flavors, but I'll try this. And upon first sip, I was really into it. It tastes very good. If you like like a little bit of sweetness. It tastes like a fruity drink. And I can't believe I'm saying that because I really don't like fruity drinks, but it's healthy. It's different. It's not like you're drinking a Capri Sun. This is like a nice little amount of healthy, natural sweetness. Yeah. I mean, I think that the Keto OS product is, is just one of those things. It's like, it's, it's a tool in your toolbox, right? Like you might be super stoked on MCT oil. You might be uh, really pumped on hemp seeds or, I mean, like pick your poison, right? You might be a maca person. You might be a, a Makuna person because you have low dopamine. You might be an ashwagandha person or a rhodiola person because you're high stress. Like there are so many products out there that like for some people work really well and they really like the way they feel. And it's a bonus that keto OS tastes like Maui fruit punch or whatever. It's, it's, I know helped a lot of my clients. Some people I don't even have them do it every day. Some people don't do it at all. I mean, it really comes down to like what I think would be beneficial for someone. Like I've had clients in the afternoon time who have a real snacking issue. Um, that like three to four o'clock hour is really hard for them already. You're hormonally depressed. Plus you're coming down off of like whatever blood sugar spike and crash you have over lunch. Plus, you know, like I think in a realistic world, we siesta, <laughs> yeah. you know, or go to a workout, but But a keto OS for some people that have that real issue there can help them start to burn fat as a second form of fuel. And, you know, and they can get through that period of time to dinner and they're not getting to dinner starving because they have a different form of fuel and they're making those better choices, say like avocado, salmon, greens, instead of like being starving, trying to not snack through that period of time and then coming home to like their girlfriend or boyfriend or roommate or whoever petty and being mm-hmm. like, let's get a pizza at Netflix and chill. Totally. <laughs> you know, you, those good decisions you're making are not because, I mean, not because they're hard, but because they're easy. Totally. They are easy. Do you have, Oh you no, I, I just saw one of the questions. It was, um, 
is this like a pre-workout? Yeah, um, I have. That's a really everybody wants to know that. Yeah. I want to know that. It feels is, like a pre-workout to me. It is. It is in the sense of it's a great pre-workout um, for a more sustainable energy. Not something like you're going to do with like Diet Rockstar or a Red Bull or a C4. Those things are are very intense um, because a lot of them I have. I consider Red Bull a pre workout. Oh, people! Oh, people will do like the double, like the twenty ounce ones. I mean, look, I, I'm totally guilty. I mean, I I grab those when I'm like crashing and chugged one in the car, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh damn, I feel good. <laughs> but that's like a twenty minute to thirty minute thing, and then the crash after that is not only does my energy suck, then it's weird because then I start craving um, really simple sugars because you're giving your body a lot of these, a lot of these weird proprietary blends that they use, um, mixed with, uh, what are some of the, what are some of like the, the really bad fake sugars they use? Like xylitol, was that big one? Well, xylitol is an alcohol sugar, but a lot of these have like aspartame and chemical derivative sweeteners. I think, um, you know, you really want to be careful of those because well, I mean, not only are they like some are linked to cancer, some are linked to yeast and candida overgrowth, some are linked to like really, um, and like addiction, like people who have aspartame or like the people who put sweet and low or equal in their drinks, it's a really hard habit to kick. And I think it's, it's, you know, first of all, it's just really not healthy, not natural and, and not great for you. I think you really need to find things that, and stevia that are made with stevia at this point, there's no, stevia has been used for um, 1500 years in South America. It's a leaf. You know, the cocaine is leaf too, but this is like, um, for some people it tastes bitter. For some people it tastes sweet. It's kind of like cilantro for some people. They love it. For some people it tastes like soap. You know, it's like depending some on Some people your... hate cilantro. Yeah. How? I love cilantro. How dare they? They think it tastes like soap. My sister taste... can't even look at it. Yeah. They're taste buds. Well, I hate olives. I do too. I love olives. Um, I don't like but, them. but I think, you know, I think what you need to find is someone who's, who's willing to say, look, like. I trust this product and these are the reasons why I don't think it's for everybody. I don't think you need to take two a day for everybody. I don't think the goal should be to be in ketosis all the time. I think you should really focus on getting fiber and really all those phytochemicals. I think it's an additive, a tool in your toolbox that you can use occasionally that you can use every day if you want. Um, at this point, it's like with all the research coming out and the push for into this product. And now we're seeing like not only keto OS or other companies coming out with products as well. But I mean, I just like to stick with people who've done the research, like Dominic D'Agostino, you can go on his website. You can actually look at the studies there. Um, you can drop into like all of his resources, all of his studies. You can also go to the Charlie foundation. The Charlie foundation is based in epilepsy. And as you guys know, Wes and I, yeah, Wes and I, well, it was really fun. Um, that's the one charity that I support every year because um, epilepsy is a disease state that can be managed through diet and diet does a better job when you're in nutritional ketosis of managing seizures than medicine. So for me, like that is something that I'm really passionate about. And Wes was really awesome. He like, obviously is on board with ketosis too. So he was like, Oh, like I'll come. He opened, he did all the warm up for all the peeps. For the walk. Really cool. It was very cute. Um, so, but you can learn a lot on these websites. They, they'll explain to you the benefits for epilepsy, for, for brain tumors and cancer, for autism, for Alzheimer's, for traumatic brain injury, for Parkinson's, Lou Gehrig's disease and mitochondrial diseases. I mean, this is, this is the start to find out if this type of a diet is beneficial to these type of disease states. And, you know, then the question becomes, is it because nutritional ketosis is almost 
what is your body is technically kind of like your body in a fasted state. Cause if you're in a fasted state, then you're burning fat for fuel and you get into ketosis, your body starts burning its own fat for fuel. And what we found is fasting in general does a really, really, really good job of, you know, clearing up disease and resetting blood, blood markers. Um, there's really awesome research out of USC by Dr. Longo. And he talks about how they were able to show that a four day fast and like a real fast, I'm not saying like you go to a bachelorette, come back, want to do a juice cleanse. That is not a fast. That is not ketosis. That is not going to provide the same benefits of burning a different form of fuel. That's really glucose and fructose. And basically like you might as well be like just putting maple syrup in water. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, but this type of a thing is it, it's not really viable for a lot of people to do a four day fast that kicks their body into ketosis and resets their A1s, you know, well, A1C is a 90 day thing. So that's different and it's not always reliable, but resets your glucose markers, resets your, you know, if you were to use a glucometer and test your blood sugar, it resets those. I mean, it's that type of a fast is shown to kill off auto, uh, antibody cells and immune cells in your body. So when you're fighting, you know, the foods that you eat or your food allergies or your, or, or you're fighting something like a virus going on in your body, like it really does a good job. You have a number of cells that are constantly trying immune cells that are constantly trying to fight the things that your body's coming in contact with. And so it does a really good job of killing off those cells. We've seen that like a liver can shrink um, a third of a size to down to a third of its size or half of its size, which, you know, that's a lot of work for your liver to constantly be detoxifying your body. So, you know, processing things for you. So when we talk about the benefits of fasting, we've known the benefits of fasting for years and years and years. And the cool part about ketosis is, is doable. Like you can have an avocado, you can have some healthy fat. You can you can have the energy without that feeling of when you're actually fasting, of crashing, not having energy, feeling like you're getting the flu. All the real other side effects of fasting doesn't happen with ketosis. So it's kind of one of those things where if you say like, I never want to take this product or I never want to get into ketosis, I still think it's really good to do like a yearly fast, whether in just four days, I mean, 365 days a year, 361, you're like ponying up to the buffet, but (laughs) it might make sense that like, that you give your body that break and not as a rebound mechanism and not as a way to diet, but like prepare yourself and say, this is really, you know, the beginning of the year or the beginning of the summer, or it's, Hey, these are the four days in the whole year that I have to myself to focus on my health, whether that's like moving through yoga and lymphatic drainage, whether that's, you know, really giving your liver a break. Maybe you got a blood test that has food allergies and you're allergic to everything you're eating, which might actually indicate leaky gut or, you know, there's a lot of really interesting things out there, but ketosis is, is the easiest way to get those benefits and not feel the side effects of something like that. Yeah. Nice. Oh, there's one thing I wanted to say real quick. There, there's that really good TED talk with Dr. Dom called Starving Cancer. I urge everyone to go watch that because he talks about the therapeutic benefits of exogenous ketones and how they're using it to live starve the cancer out of people's bodies. That's amazing. We can also link to all this stuff. I'll link to everything that we're mentioning in the show notes so that people can find it really easily. They can find the product really easily and all these awesome websites that both of these people are talking about these two people yeah. that you now know very well. I was going to say like these guys, humans. these guys, uh, these people. Um, but on the note of what Kelly was saying about 
giving your body a break even just once a year. I'm a huge proponent of that. I did my Ayurvedic Panchakarma this year, which was like seven days of retreat from the world, retreat from technology, really taking care of myself. This was like a full body detox cleanse. And some people have asked me, how can you be so into Ayurveda, which is all about the doshas and spices. And basically it's like eating a lot of kitchari, which is full blown like rice and lentils. And how can you also be really into this keto stuff? Like that is an oxymoron. And I'm so happy to address this here in the podcast because I don't have a dietary label. I'm not like the Ayurvedic balance blonde and I'm not the ketogenic balance blonde. I'm not a vegan. I'm, I'm nothing. I'm just me. And I listen to my body and Ayurveda is a tool in my toolbox, as Kelly would say. I love it. It promotes listening to your body. I want to go to India and do like a 30-day panchakarma because I really believe in those health benefits and starting every day with the bitter ghee. I mean, I'm like a human wellness experiment. I love this kind of stuff. But I also really, really see the benefits of keto OS and exercising in the morning and bulletproof and I really think the modern day healthy person should be into all of it. Like know about Ayurveda, know about ketosis. And that's half the reason why I have this podcast because I recognize that a lot of people in 2017 have never heard of Ayurveda. I've never heard of ketosis. I've never heard of um, Bulletproof. And this is all stuff that, I mean, especially here in Brentwood, is kind of common. We talk about it. I mean, at least with the people I hang out with. So to bring this information to you guys and have these experts here is is really awesome. And um, I still want to do more panchakarmas. And no, I won't have my keto OS during it. But like afterwards, heck yeah. So one thing I want to address because I know that people are asking is the ingredients in this product and is it safe? I mean, I've been having it twice a day. Like, is there anything that could happen with hormones? And also just to, to add to that question, because it'll be all one answer. Is there anything that happens if you take it every day and then you stop taking it? Uh, definitely nothing can happen to you if you just stop taking it. This is all happening in your body and it's all natural in the sense of exogenous just means, like we said earlier, taking it from an outside source and bring in just like if you were to take like a vitamin C tablet as opposed to eating like an orange. The main ingredient, I think Kelly is better at that. I know the main one is the beta-hydroxybutyrate, with BHB they call it, which is what a ketone is formed in your body and how it's, before it's broken down into energy, eventually to ATP. Yeah, the beta-hydroxybutyrate, to make it stable, is either a salt ester, right? So what we're seeing, what you'll see is one of the, I think, would be really awesome if they could start to pull down the sodium content. That's the one thing that is something that you'll see is you're, if you're not hydrated, you're not drinking enough water, it's, you're not going to, you know, like just like being dehydrated, you're not going to feel that great. So it's one of those things where I wouldn't take more than two a day to, um, you know, they, they talk about therapeutic and optimal. Um, I tend to take one a day. Um, and it's honestly like, this is just typical me. It's just kind of like when I remember when I feel like it there are days when I don't take it. There are times when the, I haven't ordered any and two months or three months goes by. Like when I was in New Zealand and Australia and over the holidays, you know, I just kind of was like, yeah, whatever. Wasn't really on top of it. Um, and I think that that's an, a good way to be like, you can get into it and flow out of it. Um, 
for the sodium content, I probably wouldn't do more than two a day. But I mean, like Wes said, we've, there are definitely people that get gung ho about stuff and they're taking, you know, four or five packets a day. And, and, you know, the, my concern with that would be, um, you know, fluid because you have a sodium potassium pump on every single cell. When you overdo the sodium and you're not taking enough potassium, you're talking about water weight. You're talking about, you know, cells that are overhydrated, basically like filling up like little balloons. Um, so be very careful of that. Make sure that you're taking the electrolytes. And these are all just things that you would do in a really, in a, in a healthy diet anyways. So, yeah, I, th- I think not to interrupt you, but for those of us who do live the healthy lifestyle, drink a ton of water because we exercise a lot anyway, and eating foods that are rich in potassium and all sorts of other min- minerals and vitamins. I feel like you can't go wrong, but if you're like introducing this product into a minorly healthy lifestyle where you're not drinking enough water, maybe that's when you would run into problems or feel like this wasn't really feeling so great for you. Yeah. It's not a bandaid for a McDonald's habit and, you know, a crazy drinking, you know, crazy drinking behavior or anything like that. This is, you know, you really want to use it as a nutritional supplement in a nutritious life. Like that, that would be my suggestion. The good news is, is like, there are a minimal amount of, of things in this product. You're not turning around to like 20 ingredients. It really is just a delivery system for the beta hydroxybutyrate. Yeah. I, there are one more quick thing. The, they have two versions. Well, one is they have one caffeinated and one non-caffeinated. Mm-hmm. The caffeinated is about as much as I would say like a mild cup of coffee. Yeah. And I think it's really important to know when you talk about, are there hormone um, issues? Would this be bad for women? You know, when we talk about what our body needs to produce hormones, to produce the mucus in our, like the protective mucus layer in your intestines to lubricate your joints, we're talking about eating vegetables, right? And so I think that that's really, really important to not forego that to get into serious nutritional ketosis and use it as a crazy thing to be anorexic or fasting or not eating because those type of behaviors, those aggressive, basically not eating behaviors are going to lend themselves to those type of hormonal imbalances Mm -hmm. and those, uh, asking your, your adrenals to step in and produce a lot of adrenaline. And that's going to produce a lot of cortisol because your body is really like, Hey, we got to keep going, but we don't have anything in our body to get us to go, you know? And I think really like having balance means like having balanced meals throughout the day. And you can do that with this product as well. It doesn't require you to, to fast and not eat and just take this. You know, if you're doing the caffeinated ones, I actually like the non-caffeinated a little bit better because I do like to have my coffee and I, I'm really sensitive about the adrenals, which is why I like, really like yoga, mm-hmm. you know, those type of work workouts. Wes would be like, I'd love to get you in for deadlifts, but <laughs> you know, maybe a little bit of both. I, well, this year is funny because, uh, I started doing like in the training world, you know, I, I played baseball. So we had to do a lot of running in high school and college. And I used to lift a lot anyway, but I now got back into more powerlifting stuff, deadlifts and squat, heavy squats and trying to build up to kind of shock my nervous system a little more because I want to try to put on some more muscle. But the other thing is I started doing actually yoga and Pilates recently um, oh, this nice. past year. Yeah. Well, my girlfriend's getting certified in Pilates when she's about done with it, but she does a ton of yoga. So I go to, Where do you go? Uh, 
I've been to like 10 places and she could, like? she could rattle off a bunch of the names. Um, I would have to defer to her cause I, I'll just go. Mm-hmm. So, but I haven't done anything around this area. Come to my class. All right. Um, you come sure. to my class and then you can train me for a workout and we'll, we'll just swap off and see what we like. Sounds good. But I, the, the whole thing is, you know, I try to do as much as I possibly can. I think if you're just doing one form of training, if you're just doing HIIT training, I think you you want to do like put some yoga in your life or, or try a Pilates class and start doing some other things. Don't just do one uh, mode of, of of training ever. I think just like this product, it's not going to solve all your problems. Definitely, there's not like a one stop shop for for anything having to do with health or fitness or wellness. So I know that a lot of people will be asking this question. So they buy the product, they take it in the morning. Maybe they have a bulletproof coffee if they like that kind of thing or like a green tea. What else? Like what, what's a day in the life of like what Wes and Kelly would have on this kind of lifestyle? For me, I mean, I do, I mean, my actual, I do like four eggs, like four or five slices of bacon, avocados, some cherry tomatoes. Like that's, that will fill me up, but not that full feeling as if I had a bunch of like bread. Um, so I'm getting all that fat and I'm getting a moderate amount of protein and I'm still getting a lot of the nutrients from different forms. And, and I think also, you know, I do healthy veggies at night with some sort of like salmon or I'll do some grass fed beef or have a steak. And, um, I mean, look, I like wine. I like to drink too. So Balance. I, I have, I have those things in my life. I'm not one of these people that doesn't drink any alcohol, doesn't eat any cake or does any bad stuff. I mean, <laughs> guys in the show would even hammer down on me. I like, I love that cereal puffins a lot. I haven't had it in a while. People love Peanut cereal. Butter. It's just good. It's like the texture. It's like the crunchiness to it. It's just good. Um, I'm yeah, dying. It's just like, I haven't had them in a while. I'm like now thinking about how much I missed that. <laughs> Um, I, have, I, I used to love puffins too. I mean, I really, it's just funny to say puffins. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> oh God, I love that word. Sounds like an animal. Super, sounds like yeah. your cat's name. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that would be a perfect cat's yeah. name if it was like speaking, a peanut butter color. Speaking of cats, I wish you guys could see Hudson during this whole episode. He's, he's just like trying so hard to get our attention. It's so cute. And now his favorite person in the world, Ashley is here. So he's, he's chilling inside of her sweatshirt, which is his favorite thing to do. Favorite place to be. So cute. So tell us, Kelly, a day in the life of, of Kelly food. Happy Fab Foreign, girl. Yeah. Um, no, I'm all about, uh, obviously, protein, fat, fiber, and greens. I think that um, when I don't really, I don't really plan. Um, some days I feel like eggs. Some days I have my B well smoothie. A lot of times I'm having the B well smoothie just because I don't feel heavy. And I'm tell us what the be well smoothie is for people like who don't 500 know. calories. I have a serving of protein, 20 grams, 18 to 20, depending on the, you know, the container. I try to get to 20, give it a big heaping scoop. And then I'll do two tablespoons of fat. So it could be almond butter, coconut yogurt, could be half an avocado, could be, um, coconut oil or MCT oil, sunflower butter, you name it, kind of whatever I'm feeling like. And then um, fibers, either chia, flax, or raw fiber blend, which is like a chia or flax, acacia uh, fiber. I don't do um, psyllium husk because it just can be a little more aggressive. And if you're not hydrated, it can cause like people to actually be constipated, the opposite of that. Um, so 
And that really thickens up my smoothie. So it really feels like it stretches my stomach and turns off all my hunger hormones. And then I add greens. So if it's savory, like chocolate peanut butter shake, I might just add like some microgreens from Trader Joe's that you wouldn't taste, but give you tons of nutrition, like 14 times the nutrition of the actual plant, like the full grown broccoli or whatever it is. And if I'm going green, like spinach, avocado, squeeze of lemon, my sauce, maybe a little Persian cucumber. It just depends on the day and like what I'm feeling like, but that is not a calorie counting smoothie. It's very high fat, high fiber, like high phytonutrients. Um, so I love that. There are some days when I wake up and I'm not hungry and like, I will grab a bulletproof coffee and wait a little while. And maybe I'm going and running and seeing clients and then go see them in their homes or at Soho house most of the time. And so then I'll come home, um, either make a smoothie or have leftovers, which depends on what the bad by Chris wants to eat. <laughs> like last night, he, I made him like baked beans and ribs and a salad. So you know, it just kind of depends on like what's going on. It really is. You should be able to flow through your day and hopefully you live in an area that has healthy options that you can run in and grab, whether that's whole foods or sweet green or whatever. And if not, you know, you probably have to do a little more planning, but there are places like Trader Joe's where you can grab one of those salads and like an extra container of just chicken because they totally skimp on the chicken. For sure. <laughs> always, always the extra chicken. Um, so everywhere though. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. salmon and veggies, it just kind of depends. Like there are days when I'm like, Oh yeah, I for sure want a sweet potato today or some rice with sushi or whatever. And there are some days where I'm not having grains. You know, I really, like I said, I don't, the only thing I really don't eat is gluten. There are days when dairy's in, there are days when dairy's out. So yeah, that's good. I mean, I think you have to be able to flow and fluctuate and when you're on vacation or if you have a bunch of social events, like don't ever hold yourself back from being part of the group and socializing over food and then have those other nights where you cook at home and you're really diligent about what makes you feel your best. To answer my own question, like what I would eat in a day after having the keto OS drink and then having the bulletproof coffee, I'm never very hungry in the morning. I'm just like, I've been that way since I was a kid. I didn't understand why people ate breakfast. It takes me a while to warm up to eating every day. And I think that's because of my stomach problems. I have like wake up. There's all sorts of things that happen with my stomach. So I don't really like to eat until I have like a late breakfast, early lunch, which is usually either eggs with bacon and avocado or salmon with veggies. Um, you can obviously tell I've I'm one of Kelly's clients and friends because I mean, I eat very similar to her. Um, but that, I mean, it's literally different every day. I have a lot of lunch meetings where I have salads with lean protein and vegetables and fat. And then I love chicken. Like there's a bunch of different places here in Brentwood, like a place called Roast, where I go get the grilled chicken all the time with like a bunch of veggie sides. And as I mentioned before, I'm a huge starchy veggie girl. Like the carrots and the sweet potatoes and all that delicious stuff. So it really is different every day. Ask some people that I spend time with, they'll say she's the most like rigid, restricted person ever because it depends on the day and it depends on like how they eat. Most of the time, I'm really not that rigid, especially compared to how I used to be. Um, Love a Be Well smoothie. Love the smoothie life, especially green smoothies. So yeah, it's pretty fun. It's really great. Yeah. So we're coming up on the hour. It's been an hour, but we have things to run off to today. We planned this yesterday because we were just literally so excited to do this. 
going to ask these guys one last question each, and then they'll both be back because I'm already hungry for more knowledge and details from them. So you both, well, okay. This is a two-in-one question. What is the personal, like, favorite thing about Keto OS that you've experienced in your, in your personal experience? And then what is the greatest thing that you like to share with your clients about it or that you've seen like results wise with your clients? Oh, well, okay. So the first question that that's easy for me, it really curved my cravings. Um, and, and the whole blood sugar, just leveling it out for me, that was such a game changer because I noticed when I take it, I don't get massive, massive cravings. I can eat a ton of food in one sitting if my blood sugar drops. And then I feel like I can't move for like two hours because my stomach is so stretched out. So I don't, I feel like I've been able to really keep that under control now where I don't have have those moments almost at all anymore, especially if I'm taking the product. But now I'm making better choices with how much fat I'm eating versus my carbohydrates and protein during the day. So it's been, that's by far been the best thing. And then through my clients, I think it's been just a great tool for them to get to their workouts in the morning. It helps promote them getting up, taking the product, and then getting to a good workout. So they're getting double the benefit of getting into this workout in a fasted state where they can potentially burn more fat during that time. And then it sets them up for feeling better for the rest of the day. And when they're feeling better and they're starting to drop weight on the scale, which I don't, I don't think anyone should be going off of what a scale says, but you know, if people are feeling good in that world, then it really helps perpetuate a better just way of life, which is a better way of eating, harder working out, feeling better, and all that just starts to kind of like snowball. So I'll pass it to Kelly. Yeah, I think I can echo a lot of what Wes is saying for myself and for my clients. I mean, I love chocolate. <laughs> And, you know, I have my freezer fudge, which is like, uh, like, uh, coconut oil, cacao powder, almond butter, you use stevia, a little bit of monk fruit. So it's actually a a ketogenic fat chocolate that I'll pop out of my freezer and take a bite of late at night. But, you know, it does a really good job of just an easy, it's almost like not meditative, but it's almost like a way to, to reinvigorate and refocus on health when it's been a while. So like, for example, I ate my way through New Zealand and Australia. They had really awesome gluten-free beers there. Um, I was with all the boys and, you know, husbands, boyfriends, my dad, and they're just like food pushers. They, I ate like a dude the whole time, <laughs> you know? So coming back and being like, okay, like my body needs a little bit of a break. I, I used that product to help me like get back in, you know, and been out for a week right now, which I might steal some from you before I leave. Oh yeah. I've stolen plenty from you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was, it was a great way to kind of refocus and like Wes said, get me back in, it got me back in the gym and the yoga studio and, you know, and that's great. And it does that for my clients too. I think it's really awesome for, especially for my clients who have, have a little bit of emotional eating issues because we all do. Let's Who be honest. Doesn't? Like it's been a bad day. Cake and wine sound great. You know, like that's pretty normal. But, um, when people are constantly in a state of being challenged and they feel like they're having to use their willpower, not to eat the donuts in the office at work, not to, you know, get the bad takeout with their coworker or, you know, the stress and the anxiety is what I see causing people to reach for those things that release dopamine in their brain and make them happy. And a lot of times that's food. And so 
really when you arrive at a buffet or a grocery store and you're not hungry, you're not going to buy the stuff that you don't want to eat. And the same goes with ketosis for those people who are constantly feeling like they're having to use willpower, 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 not to grab for something. This can become a nice little tool in their toolbox to keep them from doing that. And once they're out of the habit, you break that habit, you know, it becomes something where do they want to use it every day or are they okay without it? Or like they can kind of ebb and flow in and out of it as needed. Yeah, totally. I, I love those answers. I can agree just with my personal experience so far, being able to have this as a tool is amazing. It's kind of how I've been with Bulletproof for a couple of years. I'll get really into it. You know, I'll be on vacation and not do it. Like it's not, it's not like something that you have to become addicted to and do every single day. Although that is 100% how I am with things, but you can just choose what works for you. So I feel incredible taking this. And it's funny that you say that it reinvigorated your kind of like your health and everything after your trip, because I just wrote a blog post that by the time this episode goes up, we'll, we'll be up. It will have gone up yesterday, technically, which is tomorrow in real life, real time about how I feel like I've reinvigorated my passion for wellness over the last several months because I didn't really like know what my place was in wellness after I stopped being vegan and it's kind of like a runner and then I was not. And then I was, you know, I'm always been really into yoga, but I like to have my own unique perspective. And I felt kind of jaded about all of that for a while. And, um, with this product and with a lot of other stuff like bulletproof and just like feeling good in general. And I think just being a happier person, I feel like my whole life has been reinvigorated with passion. And since what I do is blog about wellness, my career has been reinvigorated with passion. So people who follow my blog really closely, I got like 15 emails yesterday saying, I love what you're doing. You seem so happy. Like your content seems really, really genuine. And I'm really excited about it. And it made me just so happy. Like I could practically cry thinking about it because I think I needed that. And I think everybody needs that from time to time. So I'm just so happy between yoga and having my body in this like ketogenic state some of the times and doing the bulletproof. I just feel awesome. And I mean, Ashley's here, my photographer, she knows she sees me like every day. All I talk about is like, I'm so happy. 2017 is great. And it was challenging to get to this point. So it's kind of cool when, when you have the pieces come into place and with this podcast and my blog and everything, what I really just want to do, like my sole goal and aim, I have no other goal other than to inspire you guys to also achieve that in your life with wellness and passion for life and career. And if you don't like what you're doing, stop doing it. I mean, that's, that's a whole other podcast. I could keep talking, (laughs) but I'm so happy that Wes and Kelly were here today. We had to share the details of Keto OS with you because I'm obsessed with it. I'm going to keep asking them questions and we'll, we'll have them back. So if you guys have questions, definitely send, send me messages. I can talk to them and get the expert answers too. We will have the links to the product in the show notes and on my blog and really easy to find as well as the scientific studies and all of the stuff that we talked about. So thanks so much for being here, guys. Yeah, tell, tell the listeners where they can find you if they want to learn uh, more. Oh, awesome. Thank you for having me today. It was a blast. Um, you can find me just at Wes Okerson on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Be well by Kelly everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Seriously. She has a book coming out, you guys. If you want to learn about the Be Well lifestyle, 
I think it's in May and I am so stoked about that book. So we'll talk a lot more about that. So thanks you guys for listening. While we've been sitting here, I've been thinking we should probably like change the name of this podcast to sitting on the couch with Jordan and Hudson, because that is what all of these podcasts turn into is Hudson, my cat crawling all over my guests and us just like chilling on the couch with bulletproof coffee. So just to give you guys a visual of what we've been doing, it's been fun and I'm so happy to share this with you. We'll talk soon. Hope you love the bonus episode. Have a happy weekend and everything. Talk to you soon. Bye.